Consequence Podcast Network. Bora hey, iconic army. We just got back last night from the D-Day tour in Chicago, day three, the last day is the day we went. It was fucking incredible. It was amazing. We knew it was going to be amazing. We knew it was going to be the best time. Mm -hmm. But man, I wasn't expecting to cry as much as I cried, Mm -hmm. but also just like rage as hard as we raged. Hell yeah. Oh, man. We heard from so many iconic armies out there saying you guys are going to have the best time. We were trying to avoid any kind of spoilers and you guys were so amazing and like keeping hush about it, but letting us know like you were not ready and you were so right. You were so right. We were so not ready. Like we had no idea how truly unprepared we were for this concert, Mm -hmm. but we really had an incredible time start to finish. Really, it was a it was a great weekend. Yeah. So we're excited to talk about our concert experience today in this episode so stay tuned yeah the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risk and it inspired damn near the whole rap game Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Oberst, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today we're going to hang out for about an hour and we're going to talk about all of our concert experience. We're going to talk about, basically we're just going to walk through the set list, but we're going to talk about the stage, some of the VCRs, the armies that we encountered, mm-hmm. just our whole experience. So that's what we'll be doing yeah. today. Yeah. But before we get into it, we want to say thanks Iconics for being here and for all of your support. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode docs, our monthly virtual Iconic Hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash I do want to say about the Iconic Hangout this month, we're going to do it on a Tuesday instead of a Monday this month, the Tuesday after Memorial Day, just, you know, to give everybody Memorial Day weekend, but we still want to make sure that we get to hang out with you guys this month, so. Yeah, so usually it's on a Monday, that. but mm-hmm. it'll be on Tuesday since Monday is Memorial Day. Right. Yeah, and we'll post all of that to our socials so you know when to expect it. Totally. 
Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time <laughs> donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Yeah. By the way, it is Skin Cancer Awareness Month, so wear your sunscreen, check yourself for weird moles, weird shapes, discoloration, discomfort, and spread the word to your friends and family to wear sun and protective gear. I was so proud of my husband when we were out of town this weekend. He went to a Savannah Bananas game and he went golfing and he told me he wore sunscreen both times. Did he really? Because he had me in his mind saying you should wear some sunscreen. So Mm -hmm. he did and I was so proud of him. So wear your sunscreen it really Ah, matters thumbs up jordan very good (laughs) (laughs) but also if you want to donate or support another cause this month it's also asian american and pacific islander heritage month and it's also mental health awareness month too so we've supported these causes in the past but we really wanted to change it up a little bit this this year so i just know that those are both really great months you know the american not great months but great causes to support too great causes to support So let's get into our concert experience. We drove to Chicago from Kansas City, and Bethany, we I picked you up on Friday after we were both finished with work. And what's so great is that my parents live outside of the Chicago area now, so they let us stay with them, which was so, so nice because they lived only like like less than 30 minutes away from Mm -hmm. the arena where the concert was at. So it was just so, so convenient. And so we're so grateful to them. Yes. Thank you both. Yeah. Yeah. No, that made it really convenient. It was like a little touch of home while Mm -hmm. we were traveling too. They really took good care of us. They they like fed us, watered us, gave us a bath that we could shower in and, you know, nice cozy bed. So yeah, that was really, really nice and fortunate. And we didn't have to spend money on a hotel or anything like that. So Yeah. yeah, conveniently close to Rosemont so yeah perfect. it was so great and like yeah. the the traveling there to Chicago was very easy the yeah. drive was super I mean we did hit some heavy rain in the in the drive but it really wasn't like anything horrible was, we yeah, made it through it was raining on the way there and then sunshine on the way back home yeah. so. the sunshine was just like like yeah, and we were on stuff. cloud nine because we were just talking about the concert. Right, after yeah. the it was just perfect. Yeah, so, yeah, like post-concert euphoria. Totally. It was the best. Um, yeah. Really, the drive was not that bad. And we talked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we listened to D-Day. We listened to all of the trilogy. And just kind of towards the end, we started just shuffling just BTS. Yeah. And going down memory lane of yeah. just our whole experience. It getting, was really fun. Yeah, it was. it was a great time. Honestly, like great conversation in the car great music so the time really flew by when we were driving it was a really really enjoyable road trip Mm. when we were in Chicago Saturday morning before the concert we did a little meetup at a Starbucks because some iconics had reached out to us and said hey we're going to Rosemont too like we really want to try to meet up with you guys and I our window was kind of small so and also because we didn't get in until like literally the middle of the night Friday night we missed a lot of you guys who had gone to the earlier concert Yes, a lot of you went to Wednesday Mm -hmm. and Friday nights, so a lot of you were leaving Saturday morning, and back when we originally bought the tickets, a lot of you were saying, hey, are you guys going to do a meetup? We'd love to meet you, and we we dragged our feet a little bit on it. Like It wasn't until like a week before our concert that we decided to find a destination of where we were going to meet up and a time and all that. Not because we didn't want to meet up, but because we've been so busy. The the Face album reviews and the the D-Day album reviews, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's just mm-hmm. been packed. So obviously not because we didn't want to meet up. It was just kind of like one of those, like, and we got the iconic packages and everything. Yeah. So it was one of those things that we just maybe, I don't know, forgot about or just had a hard time organizing, you mm-hmm. know, or prioritizing to create the event. So sorry for everyone that we missed. I know. Oh, we wish we had met up with everyone, but it's also just really chaotic and super busy whenever it's concert day. Mm-hmm. So we did get to meet up with a couple Iconics, though, yeah. at the Starbucks event. Yeah. And Jess, she's amazing. We saw her out in LA and she was really just like our angel for this concert. And she yeah. was our angel too in LA for yeah. uh, permission to dance on stage. Like, she really helped us with like the line situation. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny that she's like, she spotted us when we were like at the venue and she's like, Kayla, Bethany, we were just about to turn around and be like, oh, the line is way back there. Right. And she like let us hop in line with her. And that's exactly what she did at SoFi too. Right. So, but it was so great to talk with her. She got us like a couple little gifts. We took some Polaroids with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also got to meet Marina and her daughter. Mm-hmm. And Marina has been a really supportive, iconic, like, virtually we've seen her at some Mm -hmm. of the hangouts you know she's messaged us on Instagram and stuff like that so it was so nice to get to meet with her in person and she just had a lot of great stories yes. like she had she's just like very just an interesting person well she's traveled really lots of wisdom yeah. yeah yeah and her daughter was so sweet her daughter made these like little shooky pins like kind of like enamel pins but she made them out of clay yeah and they were so cute and so she gave us a couple pins and she was handing them out at the concert so sweet of her so we all sweet. put them on our shirts and our jackets immediately uh-huh. obviously and that was actually her daughter's first concert ever was Can the Friday night that? concert <sighs> Amazing. So name cool. a better first concert. Right. It doesn't exist. Yeah. So it was unless awesome. maybe BTS. But right. yeah. Right. How amazing. It was really cool to sit and talk with all of them and just be able to catch up and mm-hmm. just have that time together because it's so rare that we get to meet up with iconics in person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but like you said, we actually did stand with Jess in line at the concert venue at Chicago here too. Allstate um, Arena, yeah. Yeah, at I was Allstate like, what Arena. Was the name of the arena? Yeah, yeah, like at, she saved us at SoFi. Like we would not have gotten in the stadium before Permission to Dance started had she not like let us go stand in line I with know, her. I know. Um, but when we got to Allstate Arena, like the traffic was really not bad. Like everybody no. had warned us, like the traffic is going to suck. There's one way in, one way out. It really wasn't that bad at all it really wasn't and we had a lot of Iconics message us too Mm -hmm. had gone to the earlier days Mm -hmm. and they like kind of prepared us for parking they prepared us like go to the south entrance that's where the the billboard of Yoongi is so that you can get a really good shot and like yeah the Iconics really did have our back like they really prepared us Mm -hmm. so at that south entrance side of Allstate Arena is where they had that billboard and we got such great photos in front of it of like the the tour photo of like the two different Yoongis yeah which is what our concert outfits were like I went as the suit Yoongi mm-hmm. and you went as the Hawaiian shirt Yoongi, Yoongi yeah, and Hagum. Hagum right yeah which is what the the split photo of Yoongi for the tour is mm-hmm. so we got to get pictures in front of it of us like back to back so it kind of looked like the two different Yoongis like it was just really really great photos yeah but what was cool was when we were there taking photos like obviously we're taking photos of other people walking up whatever and I had made a sign to bring to the concert like I don't know why I've never brought a sign to any BTS concert but for this one I was just like I want to like I I need to so I brought a sign and un the like our iconic un is she's so 
amazing. And I reached out to her to say, could you help me with a translation? And she did. And she got one of her friends to help as well. But I made this sign that in Korean says, your music saved my life. Thank you. I love you. And I had spent like the afternoon kind of decorating it. I put like lights on it so it could light up, whatever. And even if he wasn't going to see it, I still wanted to bring it just for the chance, you know? Mm -hmm. So while we were kind of like taking pictures, standing up, getting ready to like walk away, somebody walked up to us and she was like, hey, what does your sign say? That's so cool. So I told her what it says and then she read what it says and it was clear that she was like reading it in Korean, like understanding it also. And she was like, yeah, that's awesome. It's so great. Can I take your picture? And we we're like, sure. And Bethany, you kind of stepped out of the frame a little bit. I stepped out of the photo because I, was it was like, your poster. Yeah, you had, but you was like, like dedicated your whole afternoon to make that poster and reached out to Un. So I kind of stepped out. Yeah. yeah. But she was like, no, get back in. And I wanted you to in that picture too. You yeah. know, like we're there together. So she took the picture of both of us and like the day after this is like after we even are home back in Kansas City from the concert she tagged us in this photo on her Instagram story like we didn't know how she found us we had no idea who she was like oh my gosh and her name is Hannah Sung and she like posted this image of us and a bunch of Iconics replied to her saying that's Kayla Bethany that's standing BTS podcast Mm -hmm. and it's really cool because she's the co-founder of another podcasting company so it's just crazy that like our paths crossed in such a coincidental way at a concert like she just happened to be passing by she saw the sign and was very curious and was like drawn to it yeah and we had this whole interaction with her we didn't know who she was. She didn't know who we were. And little did we know that we both are like, we, we all are podcasters. Yeah. And it was very just cool. Really, really cool. And so, yeah, when she tagged us, I was like, how the heck did she find us? And she said that some Iconics had messaged her and said, yeah. hey, that's Kayla and Bethany from Standing BTS. And then she messaged us saying, yeah, I've listened to you guys. Yeah, and I love what you do. I love what you oh do. Oh my God, I thought that was such a massive compliment. Yeah, so just crazy the the connection you know that we've gotten to make with her now because of this concert but like at the time just complete strangers just having a interaction at a concert experience about Yoongi you know a human experience about Yoongi it was very cool very neat very pure in the moment very awesome in the moment and just to find that out you know Mm -hmm. after getting back was like incredible yeah yeah Um, so after we took pictures, we had that moment, we were walking down that line and that's when we bumped into Jess. We kind of joked about like, should we message her and see if we could find her? But we didn't want to like do that to her again, you know, but we were, we realized we got to a point in the line where we realized, okay, yes, it's just going to sneak around to the end. Let's just turn around. The end is over there. And right as we did that, we hear Kayla, Bethany, and it's Jess and she's like waving us over and so we stood in line with her and was so great because then we just got to hang out with her the entire time before the concert and Mm -hmm. you know just catch up and continue to talk and you know talk about what the concert could be maybe Mm because she had gone the night before and of course like you said we still didn't know anything yeah yeah yeah. it was great to, to stand in line with her and I know that she she had gone on this trip by herself and she had gone to the two other nights by herself too and it was her birthday trip that she gave to herself. Yes, Taurus Queen, shout out. Yes, happy birthday. (laughs) So it was just, I think, nice for her. She was like, I'm happy to have someone to talk with. And we don't know when we're going to get to see each other again. So yeah, 
very, yeah. very neat and uh, so grateful for her in terms right. of helping us with being in line. Right. Yeah. But we got to hang out with her before the concert and then we made plans to meet up after the concert too. So we got to talk about the concert with her right after as well. It was very awesome to be able to see her because like you said, don't know when we get to see her again. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, then we go inside and the first things that we're really noticing when we entered the arena is the stage. Mm -hmm. You know, the stage setup to me, I thought was so cool because what I first noticed was how forward in the floor of the arena space, mm -hmm. the back of the stage was, you know, it was very almost centered in that floor arena area. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like first stage, mm -mm, second stage. Right. It, it was, was an entire, an entire stage right. that came all the way out to where a second stage would go. Right. And yeah. basically the stage was made up of like 12 tall tables that throughout the concert are going to be raised or lowered depending on how he's using it for mm -hmm. that song or that set. Um, so very cool way to use the stage too. Mm -hmm. um, so he's just kind of walking across all of these throughout the performance. Yeah, very neat how they would they would rise up and down. He also had different rooms off to the side. We didn't really notice this until as the concert really went on. Right. But he had these like, like a living room space. He had a piano up in front there was a root there was a entire section back behind the stage where you could see the band uh, and mm -hmm. there was live music that was being played with like the drums and guitars bass guitar all of yeah. that so it reminded me almost of like a theater production with different scenes mm -hmm. and the way that's the best yes yes that's the best way to and the way it. that they might like they'll turn something around on stage and it'll become a different part you know a different scene and that's yeah. kind of how he was using the stage and it was just very artistic very creative to mm -hmm. me I loved it I absolutely loved it. It reminded me of the way that when I went to Kendrick Lamar's concert last August and that concert was very creative in his stage production, the way he used it, it Yoongi totally reminded me of that too. Just like more freedom in how you create your stage and how you interact and what your stage means as you perform the concert, you yeah. know, what that stage itself is conveying to. Right. Um, also, you and I really fucking lucked out on where our section was and particularly where our seats were in the section like we were in row m so it was pretty far back in the section but we were seat 24 and 25 which i don't know how but cosmically just perfectly lined up with like the end of the stage where mm -hmm. he was at the beginning of the concert he was there for like I mean the majority of the concert he was at the end of the stage like those mm -hmm. last three panels were like perfectly in line with us we had like this amazing view of him mm -hmm. the whole time the whole time the whole yeah. time but what was so great about this stage too and this arena size is that he it really felt like he had said I saw each and every one of your faces tonight yeah but it really felt like this stage was set up to maximize like really he could see every single person and yeah. every person could see him like clearly and we're used to stadium tours now so going back to an arena size concert for BTS it like took us back to Fort Worth with like the intimacy size oh yeah and it just can't be beat like the stadium concerts are all really great too and it's just so amazing to be a part of such a large crowd supporting BTS but being in an arena it's just like whoa going back to this size you're like I feel like he's right there yes. like he's right in front of me yes you know? I mean even though we I like we were further away than I feel like we've been for any BTS concert at that moment you mm -hmm. know which is like such a crazy thing to say but like 
I had some Delulu moments where I'm like, he's looking right at me. And oh, like, yeah. I, you know, which is crazy. But I really felt like he was playing to the whole arena. Uh-huh. We all felt so involved. I feel like involved. all the armies felt seen by him. Yeah. For sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. He um, did a great job. Yeah, so that's my real props to the to the stage setup. I love how it wasn't just like a runway between first and second stage. Like he was able to have this wide, thick, massive stage that also like mm. elevated and lowered. Right. And he was able to like get so close to all the sections in the arena. And we were right. like two oh two, man. We were a high uh we were some of the highest seats. Right. Um but it felt like I could see his face. Yes. Like, like literally, that, that's what's key for me is like if I can make out his face, I'm happy. Honestly, I was saying that I felt like we were closer to him than we were to J Hope and Hobie Palooza. Yeah, and we could see comfortably. We could see J Hope on stage the whole time from where we were standing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was Yungi was much closer here. Yeah, and yeah, we were in fr- some of the furthest seats, so it was it was awesome. He really played to the whole arena, mm-hmm. and it was much more of an intimate concert feeling there Definitely. with it being a smaller crowd. It was really really cool to see the army bombs the whole night and yeah. just see the crowd so involved everybody on their feet everybody into it oh yes yeah yes so let's get into the concert itself yeah before the concert even started once like the army bombs turned on and we could hear everyone start chanting men yungi men yungi i just was like overpowered by this strong emotion and I just was already getting teary-eyed and I turned to you and I'm like the concert hasn't even started what the heck (laughs) like why am I so it was just like the last time I had heard a a group of armies I guess was Hobie Palooza but in a in an arena setting like that or even just like permission to dance in LA like that was so it feels like so long ago Mm -hmm. and so it just took me back to like that connectiveness and like feeling so unified with army and it was really hitting me like I'm about to see Yoongi yeah it was such an amazing moment there Mm -hmm. of realization that we're here together and to really feel the community to really feel the presence of army um really as one yeah Mm -hmm. wonderful and that was should have been foreshadowing like how emotional we were going to be this entire concert truthfully (laughs) it seriously foreshadowed how emotional we would be for this concert right I did not expect how emotional we would be fuck I was not prepared okay well before we get into the set list we want to cover some of the VCRs we're not going to get too in-depth on the VCRs because truthfully we don't know a lot of the story that's going to go on that goes on in the VCRs but we're going to try to pick it apart just a little bit for you all so in the very first VCR, it's the introduction. This is right at the beginning of the concert. And he basically shows the incident where he was on his motorcycle, where he was d- doing deliveries, and they got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. And so you see him laying on the, the asphalt, and that his shoulder had just gotten injured, and it's raining and wet outside. Right. Um, so that's how he gets into the concert, which right. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about here in a moment. Mm-hmm. But in but- the... In the Mm -hmm. second one, it kind of like continues that, like he gets up off the ground Mm -hmm. and then he's kind of strolling and then he gets kidnapped and he gets kidnapped by himself, like the Yoongi with the scar, Mm -hmm. the suit Yoongi, right? And uh, and then he like takes a picture of him and they kind of like are torturing him a little bit. Yeah. 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 So in the third VCR, you see him watching himself like on a TV set and you see him with a cigarette and that he's about to to light the cigarette, but 
hand comes and takes the cigarette cigarette away from him. There's a little bit of just references back to HYYH. There's references back to the Love Yourself highlight reels. But at the end of this VCR, you see that there's there's a knock at the door and Yoongi goes to look through the peephole and on the other side of the peephole, he's actually looking down the barrel of a gun. Um, super, just a really neat, set like I don't know how like the yeah. the imagery of it is very yes. neat it's mm-hmm. very um like these these all of these VCRs gives me like Tarantino movie vibes like mm-hmm. the setup and the like the camera shots the angles that he's doing you mm-hmm. know and then like even the title the the title that he flashes across the screen is like very similar to how Tarantino yes. will like break up yes, a, a movie you know and then he gets us into the we see the fourth VCR later on in the concert and so it's like a continuation of this scene the man who's pointing a gun at the peephole is of course Yoongi Mm -hmm. and he enters now this apartment space where he's walking through and it's empty the other Yoongi isn't in there and he sees all of this like you know investigation all over the walls like he's tracing and tracking this Yoongi across wherever he is but there's also these yellow handprints and then he makes his way into the bathroom and when he looks up at the bathroom mirror it's kind of shattered and you can see both Yoongi's reflected back in the mirror at different times Mm -hmm. and then he looks down at his hands and then the yellow appear the yellow handprints like the yellow paint or whatever appears on his hands and it starts to spread throughout his whole body it feels to me here at the end of the VCR just to kind of sum up it feels very symbolic of all three Yoongi personas becoming one Yoongi Augusti Suga you know like these two had been like at odds right the the Suga Augusti or even Augusti and Yoongi had been at odds here but he's realizing in kind of a fight clubby way that he's the same person it's all him it's all him yeah 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 I love how he broke up the the VCR saying one is Yoongi one is Suga and one is Augusti and I also really enjoy throughout the VCRs you see these throwback footages of him throughout the years even with BTS like there's even a shot of him from danger like rolling the basketball on the ground when he's got his back up against the wall like it's just really neat to see like it really puts you in the mindset going into the concert too like just remembering all of the the Yoongis we've known all the eras all the sugars you know it's this is his story this is his story yeah this is Yoongi yeah and this is all aspects of him Uh yeah I think the VCR has really activated us and put us in that place and conveyed that message throughout the concert. So kind of going back to how the first VCR ended, it was with him laying on the ground post-accident. And that's how he began the concert. You know, after playing that VCR, everything's dark. You and I were anticipating so much. Like, how is he going to come out and scream? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the entrance to the stage? And everything is so quiet and smoky. And then we see four, like, men carrying something. Mm -hmm. And we're like, is he, is he, is he being carried? Is he on yeah. a throne? Like we're right. like King Min Yoongi being oh, carried on a throne. Imagine if he came out on a throne. Right. But no, he's not. He's being carried in like limp, like as if he's in that post-accident, mm-hmm. knocked out, and they lay him down on the ground in the same pose. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how he begins the concert. Yeah. That's it's like we're taken right there to the street right. uh, where he got hit and he gets up. 
Right. Yeah. Very neat that he's carried out onto stage like that. Yeah. And so then he begins in the concert and I was really trying to guess what the opening song was be was gonna be. And Kayla, this whole time I've been telling you, Oh, it's gonna be D Day. Yeah. It's gonna be D Day. He's gonna start with D Day. He's gonna go hard, you know? And we're like, Well, you know, maybe not, I don't know. But then we could hear the music, the instrumental starts, and we hear the Hagum right. playing, and we're like, oh, he's starting with Hagum. Okay, okay, okay. You know, like, of course, he had to come out with a hype song. Right. Um, so he started with Hagum, and it was just, oh, such high energy. Mm-hmm. And then after Hagum, he went straight into Deshwata. Amazing. Perfect. Like, Those two had to be back yes, to back. The, no, brother, the brother tracks of here. Of course. Like, when Hagum started, it was like, okay, of course it's Hagum. Like, uh-huh. everybody get ready, get on board for this. You know, uh-huh. you're either with me or you're not type of thing. Yes. And then when he played Deshwata, ah, it's like, how long have we loved this song? It's been three years since the release of that song. Yeah. And this is the first time we're really getting to see it live in person performed and gosh I've listened to this song like almost daily since 2020 and it just the the experience of getting to hear it live from Yoongi in concert is unmatched and right at the beginning of the concert too like excitement to a thousand just like hearing I'm a king I'm I'm a a boss boss. it was fucking incredible yeah and getting so to great. shout that with army like i cannot emphasize that enough just yeah. like the unison of just all of army shouting this together yeah oh. and then what came after detrita was augusti and i don't know how but even though i have like his mixtapes downloaded to my phone somehow this song was not downloaded in the mm-hmm. mixtape and we overlooked it the entire road trip even though we listened to all of his songs probably at least five times yeah we, we did listened not. to the trilogy on repeat. Yeah. yeah. We did not listen to the song this prior the to the concert. This was the only song we did not listen to. I felt <laughs> I felt so unprepared. Yeah. Like I was really having to jog back some memories here of this song. Like yeah. and thankfully, like once once you sing it, you've got it, you right. know. But what oh was my crazy gosh. for me was I was literally singing this song to Jordan like two days prior to the concert. It was like in my head uh-huh. when I was like getting hype, like packing for the concert. You know, I was like, A to the G to the U, you know, like, STD. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I went fucking hard you for this song. You went so hard. I think <laughs> as surprised as I was at the song choice because I was like, duh, obviously he's performing this, but like, I was like, why the heck did we not listen to this on the car right here? Like, what the heck happened? It just went MIA and like the, the shuffle. Yeah. But you really surprised me. You were going so freaking hard for this song. I was like, girl, wow, like harder than Hey Gum and Deshrata. You were like all in for this song. Man. And I just loved seeing the excitement from you. I'm like, It was Damn, so yeah. great. I was really, I got to the point where, you know, like Hey Gum and Deshrata had like really brought my energy, really uh-huh. brought that excitement into that beginning of the concert as they should, right? Yes. When August D started, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, because yes. we hadn't listened to it. I hadn't been expecting it, yeah. but I fucking love that song. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, even though I was so excited, like I was raging my face off. Yes, you were. Um, I honestly got a little teary-eyed during that song like Did you? to be honest <laughs> hearing all of army yeah. again being chanting a to the g to, to the, the u, u to the STD. oh my god that is his fan chant that is his that, fan chant we were talking at the iconic meetup we were like what you know really what are we gonna do for the fan chants because there aren't fan chants for his songs right that's his fan chant right right there. i mean it was really powerful iconic. to me and also finally hearing the tongue technology line uh-huh. live are you fucking kidding yeah so yeah 
I went, I just let loose. I oh, went yeah. feral yeah. and I did not care. Yes. We had made friends with like our seatmates already. Pashmika to my left, she was amazing. Uh-huh. So she was very understanding of me going absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the name of the girl next to me, but like right at the beginning of the concert, like when Hagum was being performed, <laughs> she turned to me and she's like, do you have batteries? Like my batteries, my army bomb died. And I was like, yes, I do have, you know, I have other batteries, but I'm like, like rocking out Raging. to Hagum yeah. while like just like my hand mindless, mindlessly like shuffling in my bag trying to find like just using my dexterity to figure yeah. out oh that's a battery but you like can't even take a moment to like look at her because you're just so into or down in my bag yeah, yeah no I was I was moving my army bomb yeah. I was still dancing raging while like pulling these batteries out of my purse but yeah yeah we had great people around us it was amazing yeah yeah so after this he did give it to me which I was so ecstatic for like I freaking love this song oh we knew he would do this song Hell we yeah. felt in our gut that he was he had do some this like song. flames some pyro during this uh-huh. too it was very awesome yeah Minus of the give it to me music video a little bit mm-hmm. but this Bang, uh performance was so light. fucking give, hype give it to me it yes. was so hype all the army bombs were green it was always oh, perfect the crouch walk Ah, oh, the crouch walk, so yeah. All time yeah. Height here. He really came out so hard during this this beginning of the concert, and it was just like all of the songs that we've been really wanting to scream and shout. We got to do right here at the beginning, and this is also the part of the concert where you started to see that the the stage lifts and and yeah. elevates throughout, and so that was really neat to see like the stage moves. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, like what's gonna yeah. happen? Yeah. And then uh, he had his introduction meant, and what really sticks out to me that's memorable from the meant was saying all of his different names. Like he was like, "You can call me Augusti, you can call me Sugar," and then he was like, "Oh, you can call me Yungi." And of course, armies went crazy <gasps> over there. We're like, "Yes, Min Yungi." Yes, yeah. fucking died. We screamed Min Yungi so many times, oh, yeah. like we had to. Mm-hmm. We just have to scream his name. Yeah. yeah, I loved how he introduced himself. I love the you know the three personas that are being. Yeah represented and we just went crazy over him yeah he kind of changed the vibe a little bit after that intro meant he really got us into the concert with those hype songs and then what was so surprising to us was that he played seesaw but it was the acoustic version of seesaw it was just so beautiful he had two parts of the stage had like risen up so he was kind of sitting in this like middle section empty on the sides in a chair with a guitar and the guitar was signed by all the members maybe some people that he's collabed with also I particularly remember seeing like Jimin's signature in the front mm-hmm. I remember um, seeing Jungkook's yeah mm-hmm. I just like that made me choke up just a little bit even just seeing like this guitar signed by all the members and then of course like the cameraman was doing the work like zooming in on Yoongi's hands like that's immediately. what was so <laughs> funny to me is that like of course I we hadn't had any spoilers so we didn't know right. that he was doing an acoustic version of Seesaw of seesaw and to zoom in on this guitar it felt like all of bts were there with him in this small detailed way like and i just have to say the details of this concert were just superb but as they were zooming in like of course you see his fine ass hands like i don't know and the girls behind us were like his hands like they were just like fangirling over his hands and i understand i get it um but it's just so funny because i'm sure the cameraman had no idea that like we were all just going feral over his hands no he had to he's like look at the signatures yeah look at his hands yeah his hands though (laughs) yeah
So this this song, oh my gosh, there nothing really compares to this song. I think this is one of the best moments of the concert for me, mm-hmm. especially, um, and I think for a lot of armies because it was just so so intimate and sweet with it being acoustic but hearing all of armies singing seesaw together like he really let us take a lot of the reins on the the lyrics and the melody and I felt like we were we were all just singing together swaying together and all of the army bombs were yellow and it was just really really beautiful and the the tears in my eyes just kept coming it was like a consistent stream of tears down my face the entire time I felt that in that moment I was really taken back to the love yourself era I was just there was just a whole montage of my BTS journey flashing before me and I just had so much gratitude in that moment the gratitude for sugar like I love him so much Uh, so much gratitude for the army experience the fans the beautiful fans that I've gotten to interact with over the years like I really am like where would my life be without BTS at this point you know and it it just was just such a sweet sweet moment that it felt very reflective it felt very like full of gratitude and love in that Mm -hmm. moment yeah, totally. I just like, I'm fucking love Minion Gay yeah. so much. Right before he performed it, he had like mentioned, you know, I'd been to Chicago for Wings and for Speak Yourself. And so that already threw us right back in the Speak Yourself mindset before we even knew that he was about to play Seesaw, before we knew that it was acoustic. Mm-hmm. And of course, we saw Seesaw being performed at Speak Yourself. But the acoustic version, the way that he sat down, it felt like he slowed the whole concert down to take this nostalgic moment, this like, more walk down memory lane like it's very personal you know it, it felt like like all the other times that I've heard Seesaw being performed we've always interpreted the lyrics of Seesaw as being very much of like a relationship the game you know between like partners going back and forth and kind of the struggles of that like romantic relationship is how we've interpreted it but this rendition of it and kind of the passion that he put into it the way he slowed it down a bit made it feel like kind of the Seesaw game of like the past and you know of BTS of ARMY of all that we've all been through all that Mm -hmm. he's been through and you know it just kind of felt like the meaning had changed a bit a little Mm -hmm. bit different um it it definitely gave us that space to think back and reflect on our long long journey with Mm -hmm. BTS like now that we've been fans for like six going on seven years it's crazy Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was, Seesaw. It was I, a very sentimental moment mm-hmm. for everyone, and I think that's really what he wanted from it. Yeah. Yeah, you could just really feel the the genuine love coming from him and a moment for all of us to really reflect and be feel so much gratitude for each other and for him, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this, this uh, it performance, was beautiful. too... Yeah, the song was beautiful, and I felt like I knew, okay, this is going to be a different kind of concert, Mm -hmm. like different than any other BTS concert we've experienced before. Like, he's really doing it his way. Just very creative. And he's doing it for the fans, too, though, for sure. Oh, definitely. I mean, he knew that we were going to enjoy every moment of this. I just mean that, like, he's 
taking a creative approach to like how he's performing each song or like how he wants to yeah. convey it. You know, he didn't have to sit down and play it acoustically, but he knew yeah, that he it would mean something else. Yeah, he could have done the choreo else. for it or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to say, I love the the choice of the yellow army bombs because it makes me think of the yellow sweater, the iconic fan cam of Yoongi yes. seesaw wearing that yellow sweater. <laughs> so perfect. Maybe he called that back intentionally. I think so. Yeah. After Seesaw, he did SDL, and it was perfect from Seesaw into SDL. Like, what a nice transition. And what he did for SDL was he kind of walked off the side of the stage and the parts that had lifted up, you could see stairs down into this little living room setting that Bethany, you kind of described earlier, but it was like a chair and a lamp and like a TV and he had it on both sides of the stage. So he wrapped the first verse on our side of the stage and then went over to the other side of the stage for the second verse. But it was just very cool that he's kind of using this different Mm -hmm. area, like different scenes to kind of break it up. I feel like it might be this similar scenes to what's in the VCR. Yeah, I, I was thinking to that it. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Very um, different, yeah. Maybe like the the room where he's like existing in or lost in memory where mm-hmm. he's like watching all of those scenes of himself and his past and his history. Yeah, I loved it. And I also loved, this is when I first noticed like how much the army bombs were contributing to like the vibe of the concert. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned the yellow in Seesaw, but the army bombs for SDL were pink and orange and they were so pretty like it just made the whole arena full of love like Mm -hmm. it was so lovely and it really like I think this was an entire concert where we really recognized how much the army bombs contributed to the vibe like the lighting of them really added to the effect and I think it's because it was such a small venue I don't know what it was I mean it wasn't a small venue but you know just like smaller than a stadium Mm -hmm. so the the Army Bombs really contributed to the atmosphere and to the song. Yeah, and but like you had mentioned, like at Hobie Palooza, there was a ton of Army Bombs there, but we didn't have synchronization power, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was like there, but it was just missing a little something. Mm-hmm. And so to just be back in that, but also be in such a small venue, uh-huh. it just felt really impactful. Yeah. And like, so we got some really great colors, like the red and orange during Burn It. Like, man, oh, made, like set shoot. the arena on fire. Yeah. Or like the purplish blue during Moonlight. Like that is the perfect color for Moonlight. I already kind of mentioned it, but the green during Give It To Me, like the greed, the money. Like I was like, ooh, when I saw the green come on for Give It To Me, I'm like, perfect color choice. Like I love it. Yes. Right. Um, It was just awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. What I particularly loved about SDL was clearly the song, you know, it's all about love, but it's also you feel that love message to army and he did not hesitate to make it very very overt and direct that yes this song is about you because he was like I'm talking about you you and he was like so aggressive (laughs) like pointing to all the different parts of the audience of like you yeah you you like I love you I love you I love you and it just he really uh capitalized on that moment to to be able to express like this song's about you yeah (laughs) I I loved it so much it was really cute like I just thought it was so cute yeah it was I mean after like the emotions of seesaw it was a really like full of love song like the whole performance of that whole moment I thought it was very cute how direct he was and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you 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 (laughs) pointing pointing all over truthfully so sweet yeah I loved it so after this we got people 
which is just such a treat. I feel this is such a beautiful song that so many armies love. It has this very peaceful kind of uh, sound to it. And so it was so, so lovely to get people after SDL. Like, again, it just like... People really took me back to D2 when we did our initial album review for D2. And this is another part of the concert where I started to tear up again. Like, I did not expect to be so overwhelmed with emotion of, like, specifically gratitude and just nostalgia in a way. Because it took me right back to when we were sitting at my parents' back patio. It's springtime. It's the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm sitting there with my best friend going through a really tough time. But this music and our friendship is really what got me through those really difficult times yeah. at the beginning of the pandemic and great the just I just felt so much love and gratitude for him in that moment and I couldn't help but to look back fondly on those memories yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it was it was just during people and I know how much you love that song it's one of your favorites on D2 mm-hmm. so for that to be the song that came up especially the feelings that had already been activated by Seesaw and SDL it just really fit right there and yeah. those like talking about people and love and nostalgia just comes along with that and puts us back in that place and I loved that after this of course he did people part two mm-hmm. so those flowed really really well together I had already said like I would I love people and SDL together like I feel like those two songs go together so well mm-hmm. so to hear those back to back in concert I was like yes Ming Yoongi like musical genius yes, he knows. Um, and then and then into people part two was so perfect mm-hmm. I loved how like pretty much the whole arena was singing I use chorus yeah. for Yoongi during people part two and then he like masterfully delivered the rap like Mm -hmm. by the way his rap this whole concert like we were really looking forward to just hearing him spit this whole time and he really fucking was it was incredible Uh so yeah yeah. for people part two he also had backup dancers and he had choreo for people part two and so after people part two he had a little bit of a mint and he took this opportunity to share that J-Hope he wanted to thank J-Hope for helping the choreo or doing the choreography for or his concert for People Part Two. Soap so, forever. Soap forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. I think the only member who got a shout out during the concert. So yeah. yeah. He was. I was just thinking earlier, like his entrance for the concert where he's like just like dead weight, laying like laid down, like being brought and carried out, laying down limp. But J Hope's entrance for Jack in the Box, he's like jumps and springs out of a springs a box. out of a Jack in the Box. Like the yeah. dichotomy there. I know. Very, very different. And yeah. I feel like very meaningful the very, entrance. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so after that little meant, then he did Moonlight and I, I didn't really expect to hear Moonlight necessarily, I but I was either. so happy to because it's one of my favorites on D2. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's such a phenomenal song. I feel like it's an underrated song. It because, is underrated, even though it's the intro to the album. Right. It's just ugh, the way he walks in, too, for that song. So just perfect. Good. Yeah, Perfection. So that, that performance was really, really incredible. It's such a good vibe. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we needed that vibe. I, yeah. it's, it's a good bridge between People Part 2 and Burn It, what's coming up yeah. next. Yeah. yeah. Which, speaking of surprises, I don't know why, but I was not expecting Burn It either. And here's here's what I have to say about Burn It, okay? I love the song, but I wouldn't say it was one of my favorites on D2. Like, but now I feel like I'm eating my own words because like I fucking love Burn It. <laughs> like this song has it's changed for me 
forever. Yeah. Like this might be one of my favorite songs after seeing it performed live. Yeah. He went so hard for this song. Like, I mean, all of the army bombs, of course, were red and orange. Ooh. But oh, during Max's parts, mm-hmm. he really like he extended some of those notes. Like he really prolonged the note past what it usually mm-hmm. is on the track. And so it was just like, ooh, vocal king, Min yes. Yoongi. Like, I mean, it wasn't Max's part that was being played for him. He was singing the chorus, you yeah, know? Yeah, he was singing the chorus. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he kind of, at those like extended notes, like threw his head back, really let his jaw hang loose and really projected out. And like, I was like, yes, vocalist. I had my like, hand to my through. chest like, oh, wow. Yes. Like, okay. But really? then in between like crouching for it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> burn it. Like, I was so into it. I was... Ooh, we were both just like hunched over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, burn. Yeah. Oh man, it was so hype, and he had like the fire going next to the stage too. It felt like it felt like arson. You know, it felt like J Hope's arson. The intensity with it, and yeah. I'm like, okay, if BTS go on tour again at some point. Have them do some solo work, and I really would love to see a medley of Arson and Burn It. Like yes. those two together performing those two songs, like in a mashup. Imagine, Perfection. like superior soap right there. It oh. needs to happen. Yeah, it really does. I'm speaking it into existence <laughs> someday, 2026, sometime. Yeah. Okay, so after Burn It, we get a little intermission, and Yunki really did not take many breaks this was like one of two like this and then before the encore that he took so he went on a little intermission that's where we got like the vcr or maybe he took a couple more like three breaks because of the three vcrs but he after he came back what did he come back with interlude shadow was Mm -hmm. the first song back and he's in this all white outfit which we do see him in like a white outfit in the shadow music video too and Mm -hmm. so it was just iconic he has these like white leather gloves on too that like at some point after one of these songs he fucking takes the gloves off i know so okay so he performed shadow and for me what i really like i was going crazy because i felt like i fucking love shadow like Mm -hmm. when he put out shadow i was like the way that i think about his music changed for me where i was like oh he's he's into pushing the limits Mm -hmm. he's he wants to do some crazy shit like I felt like I had been waiting to hear the bridge my entire life just waiting to hear the bridge live for my whole fucking life and when I heard it live finally I was like fuck yes like life fulfilled like just hearing him go crazy in that moment also he had brought all the backup dancers for this performance too and so during the bridge they're like swarming him you know they're like they have their phone flashlights out all around him Mm -hmm. like it was just really fucking epic it was really epic yeah um yeah yeah, the backup dancers were doing a lot of like what they end up doing like like reaching towards him the cameras like the things that they do in the music video and I'm totally with you like I'm just thinking about how this is where the outfit changed happened this is when he comes out in white and I do really feel like shadow was a changing moment a transitional moment for Yoongi like you were saying like you were like wow his music he's really pushing the boundaries here like he really is experimental shadow Yoongi will forever be when I was like 
damn, how have I not been Minyugi biased up to this <laughs> point? Like it was really like I fell in love with Sugar yeah. after Shadow. I mean, it's like I always loved him and appreciated him, but like it was a whole new level after Shadow. Yeah. yeah. So justice to Map of the Soul 7 oh here God, of getting him seriously. to see, like finally get to perform Shadow in front of so many armies. From the one Map of the Soul 1 performance <sighs> that we had from it. Like I he know. finally gets the tour with it. Like so much vindication here. I'm so happy he did it. Yeah. I'm so happy he perform shadow yeah then he went into a bit of a medley so i just want to say the songs that were in the medley and then we can talk about it Mm -hmm. so he did some of cypher part three killer he did cypher part four into ug into dang and then he ended the medley with ha like the whole song of ha so fucking incredible like five songs in a row right there genius to do a rap medley like this yes i cannot thank him enough yeah like he really gave us everything he gave us everything he in gave this concert. us dang he gave us dang i think this is like the biggest surprise to all of armies yeah. like this is the song that we never thought we'd ever see performed live it's never gonna be on spotify like there's it's just like it had that one performance during festa and that's it yeah um, we weren't shocked by dang that was the one thing that we both had spoiled for yeah, us yeah it like, was already the spoiled yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's hard to keep that hush yeah. it's we hard not to do come across because all of know? armies were talking about it because right. how could you not how could you not it yeah. was impossible it was all over TikTok, everything. Yeah. So, but Cypher Part Three and Four, I was really surprised. Yes. yes. Okay. I loved Cypher Part Three, like the the graphics that he had the and like behind him on the screen, but also he had like lasers pointing at him that were like scopes of the gun, like red oh, and so green, cool. like aiming at him during mm-hmm. Cypher Part Three. Killer. Like it was just fucking cool. Yeah. Of course, he's performing like his verse and then like the chorus from these songs. So it's super impactful and just great to hear. Mm-hmm. his incredible verses again mm-hmm. like I was kind of interested to see how he's going to incorporate BTS's music into his concert here like J-Hope had done all of Dynamite during Lollapalooza like I really couldn't see Yoongi doing an entire rap line song like I just feel like with rappers it's different you don't rap other people's verses you know mm-hmm. and so I loved how he ended up doing it by doing his own verses and the chorus I thought that that was like a really great way yeah. to like still get those iconic songs of his but just like in his own way yeah yeah just incredible and also we've been saying like ug dang and huh all sit at the same table so it's just wonderful to get all three of those here back to back Mm -hmm. i want to talk about also cypher part four i mean we haven't heard that since a little bit during ptdla and then at speak yourself but just being back with army hearing the I love, I love, I love myself. Yeah. I mean, and getting that from Yoongi too. Like, it's such a powerful message coming from Min Yoongi. So that was really, really great to like do that again. That definitely put me back in some of like the nostalgia yeah. feel. You know, maybe really grateful. A, it was a great reminder of what all of the Love Yourself era was and what it stood for, you know? Yeah, what it was about. Yeah, and yeah. so at for his mint after this like rap part, this is where he, he circled back to Cypher part four and and had all of us sing like a cappella without any instrumental. I love, I love, I love myself. And it felt a little different from the song getting to to just shout this a cappella. Like he really was saying it as like an affirmation for all of yeah. us. It felt like he was doing affirmations in the middle of this concert. I know, but he had us like all sweetly sing it. And it was uh-huh. really beautiful in that moment it, because also in the middle of the performance it was way more hype the army bombs were like red and orange and crazy and it was all about like that hype love myself but it wasn't like the really reflective I love
love myself. Yeah. And he made us have that reflective moment there. But um, he did let us say, yo, play a hater, you, you should, should love yourself. yourself. <laughs> and yeah. like that, that was like, we yeah, to the that haters. Like, so I, that's I, right. I, yeah. <laughs> It was amazing. It was incredible. That was uh, a great little section of like super hype rap songs, like mm-hmm. uh, exactly what we needed. Right. But then he kind of took a little bit of a moment to himself and he was walking down off of the stage to the piano that was situated at the front of the stage area on the floor. And as he was doing so, he was sharing that the next song meant a lot to him. And I was like, oh, he's going to do first love because he's walking up to a piano. I thought he was about to play first love on piano and like rap the fuck out of first love oh no but it wasn't it was it was life goes on which was beautiful it was beautiful oh my god Mm -hmm. like the I mean just him playing it live was so wonderful Mm -hmm. and him like I really love his melody of his version of life goes on so to hear that live I and to hear him like again the vocals that he had it for burn it were on full display here in life goes on it sounded you had mentioned post-concert it sounded identical to the recording on the album Uh just pure Minyungi vocals it was really comforting and really really lovely yeah and so special to like I'm trying to think, have we ever really gotten to see him play piano for us live? No. Um, I don't I, think unless so. he went to the Wings concert, you know, I think he maybe played the piano for First Love when he performed that, but we haven't gotten to see him play piano. So for me, that was just a really special moment for him to be playing his main instrument in concert for the first time, like me getting to hear that. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah. yeah. It was very, very special yeah. that he did that. And then after this, he had a tribute to Ryuchu Sakamoto in the middle of his concert. And he played the clip from Road to D-Day documentary that it was the part that stood out most to you and I, Bethany, when Mm -hmm. we watched it, which was so impactful that this is also the moment that really stood out to Yoongi, which is when they were both playing, what was the Merry Christmas... Mr. Lawrence. Mr. Lawrence to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where Yungi played it and then Mr. Sakamoto played it back for him. He played that clip and then he, you know, showed a picture of him with a rest in peace. And we were kind of reflecting. We don't know if everybody knew that he had passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't know until we went to do research for the album and we saw that he had. And so it was after Road to D-Day that mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really love this song that Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. And so I looked up his music and then we, we were doing research and we looked up his name and I went to his Wikipedia page and it said was an artist and I'm like was and so yeah it's just he he had passed just about a month before the release of D-Day and so when we saw this tribute that Yoongi had put into his concert we turned to each other and we're like of course he would. Yeah. Of course he would do this. Yeah, this yeah. is like his musical idol. So yeah, that was very special that he did that. Just him doing that, that already like made me emotional and I knew Snooze was about to start playing. Yes. Snooze is like one of my favorites from D-Day and I feel like after this concert, I, it's just my favorite on D-Day. Like I literally cried the whole time. I sobbed for the entirety of the song Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. I kind of fought it at first like I'm not a big crier I'm definitely not a public crier like but you had cried tears streaming down your face to seesaw I had teared up multiple times in the concert already but like I hadn't full-on cried but I was like 
I, I just have to cry to this song right here because the tribute was so beautiful, but also Yoongi, he performed the song just standing, microphone stands, center stage, spotlight. It was, so, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. It was so fucking beautiful. It was so passionate and it was everything I needed to hear. Like I was sobbing when he was getting to his his bridge 16 times repeated, like it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Yeah. It was just... It was a powerful performance. It was, it was so very powerful. very moving. Very yeah. moving. And uh, yeah, during that part where he, he says, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, he says it like 16 times. Mm-hmm. What really stood out to me was he wasn't, he wasn't rapping that part. He, it was just like the, the audio playing and he put his hand onto the microphone and then he rested his forehead against his hand and he took a moment to just listen to himself, listen to his recording of mm. it, it will be okay. It will be okay. It will be okay. And so it's like, man, Phil, I don't know if he did that for every concert, yeah. um, but it, he's definitely taking this time to to listen to himself and hear himself take his own snooze take his own snooze yeah yeah Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was really reflecting on the lyrics during it and then like just I had to through the tears I was singing the chorus because I was like when am I ever going to be able to sing this song with Yugi again like you know it was just I was a mess but it was amazing it was was like a huge highlight it was probably the best part of the concert for me was that performance I was just straight up astonished yeah is the best way to to describe how I felt like after the song I turned to you and I'm like wow 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 like I'm just flabbergasted or just like amazed. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, just pure like astonishment, the artistry, yeah. the talent, just, you and know, he, the passion. Yeah. The passion. Mm. He usually just that last refrain, he goes all in, you know, wraps it really hard in the, the recording. But at this performance, he just went all in. Yeah. Like from the, from the very beginning of the song, he rapped with his whole chest. Yeah. I really needed it. It was so amazing. Yeah. And I'm so, I'm so glad grateful. that you got that release. Oh gosh. Yeah. 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 And then Paul, Night came and then, on, and, <laughs> and Kayla, you're like, gotta freaking get it together now. You're not like wiping the tears like, from fuck. your face. It yeah. wasn't quite like the love your the truth untold into outro tear whiplash, uh-huh. you know, but it was pretty damn close. Polar, Polar Night was amazing. I was surprised to hear Polar Night. I love it on D Day, but I didn't know that it was like big enough to him that he was gonna put it here in the yeah. set list. But I thought it was fucking phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And talk about just like getting a moment to really appreciate his rap and his skill yeah I loved like on the the screen as he's saying like it's also dirty and on the screen where his his face is being shown you see this like web covering his his face and right. then it just gets thicker and thicker as the song goes yeah, on it gets like dirtier spiders and dirtier. crawling across yeah and yeah, yeah. 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 And polar night was incredible Amazing. and then after polar night we got amygdala and again Kayla you turned to me like time to cry again like I guess that's what this concert is like we're just just complete messes truthfully (laughs) I expected like going into the concert I knew amygdala would be performed no matter what and I expected to cry during amygdala I didn't shed a tear during amygdala I didn't either it was because I knew it was the last song and I fucking love it I was just trying to soak it in and not be distracted by like crying it ended up being a song that you really just are belting with him yeah because also I mean I remember 
I think the army bombs were like red during amygdala. It was more of a, a hype angry about the fear instead of a scared, sad, sorrowful about yeah, the fear in the, yeah. the live performance of it. In the in the Road to D-Day performance of amygdala or even the music video, you're so torn in so many different directions of how you feel mm-hmm. from watching it. But in this performance, it was like a release of it, mm-hmm. just totally getting it out. So there was no room to cry here. It was like, even though the song like talks about a lot of challenges, it really was ending the concert there on like a really high note. Yeah, it yeah. was. It really was. Yeah. So after this, he went off stage. And so we're like, okay, yeah, we're going to get an encore now. And this is the time of the concert where the the cameramen were always showing signs, like the signs in the, in the audience. And that was really neat that this moment had got to take place. Yeah. And so Kayla, you had your sign mm-hmm. and you got to hold it up. Mm-hmm. And anytime there was potentially a, an opportunity for a sign to be shown, I was getting my camera out ready. Cause I'm like, I have to record this for you. I have yeah. to get this. So I got my phone out and you're holding your sign, waiting, hoping that you get to be seen. And the girl next to me says, do you want me to, I'll put my flashlight, let me get my camera out, let me put my flashlight on it so that I can, you know, light it up for you. And I was like, oh yes, please. And then like three girls in the row in front of you Mm -hmm. got their phones out and they turned their flashlights on to help light up your sign. And it just felt like, Everyone in our section was like rooting for you. It was like the sweetest thing ever. I was getting choked up, like standing behind my sign, just knowing that these strangers, but not strangers because their army were doing something like that for me. Like it just meant so, so much. Mm -hmm. And my sign didn't get shown on the screen, but I didn't even care. Like I wasn't there to get shown on the screen. It was there for Yungi to see it. And he wasn't even out there at the time. I had lifted it up quite a couple, you know, other times throughout the concert when I felt like he was close and he maybe could have seen it. Oh, for sure. You know, that was enough for me. And it was more than enough for me that like other army like supported me in that way. Way. It was just very, very sweet, and I loved it. And the rest of the signs that got on the screen were amazing. They were so, all amazing. Yeah. It was Min Holly's birthday, yeah. so there were a lot of happy birthday Min Holly signs. Yeah, it was awesome. So then he came out for the the ment or for the for the, the encore, encore for the, the encore. encore for the encore. The last three songs in the encore, and of course the song that we had been waiting for, that you have been waiting for from the first was D-Day. Yes. 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 Oh, I have to mention also, by this point in the concert all of the pieces of the stage had been raised up. There is no stage remaining for the entire encore. He is literally walking on the floor. Yeah. And I just find that so cool. Like it's like, I mean, for me, I feel like it's showing layers of humility, but also like, I mean, being grounded. Being I don't know. Grounded, I just feel like yeah. there's so much meaning behind it. Yeah. It, it feels like more like he's, he's, with us more on our level like it makes me think of the encores with bts where they strip down into just like jeans and a t-shirt you know it's much more casual and not as much of a big production and that's what i really got from like this the stage being ripped away yeah totally but d-day was fucking amazing yes we were talking to jess and i was telling jess like man i really thought he was gonna start with d-day and she's like yeah me too but you know encore i'll take it you know Mm. like you're right like it's absolutely a great freaking encore song and it was just 
validating to me and just of course he knows that like everyone fucking loves this song like of course like this is a song we've all been waiting for like so badly that of course it's here at the encore saving the best for last yes it's saving the best for last you save the best songs for the encore right and it's a great fucking message for the encore for the end of the concert future's gonna be okay Mm -hmm. like it was it was really incredible and we were still we still had energy to rage out there at the end of the concert with Mm d-day and then he took us into intro nevermind which was a bit of a surprise that he was doing that but what we found out was that he actually performed intro nevermind as an encore song for all of their most beautiful moment in life tour so how amazing that he was how bringing it back here amazing because i was like never mind huh that is so interesting to me why i was curious about the song choice and then i thought has he ever performed this and so we looked it up and yeah it was not just a part of the set list. It was the encore for the most beautiful moment right. in life tour. So very meaningful in that, but also we were just curious, had to rehash the lyrics of intro. Never mind. And the mm-hmm. song is all about not caring what other people think and living your own life and having uh-huh. to just say, never mind to those worries and those concerns and opinions of others. And, mm-hmm. you know, it really felt like here with these last couple songs, he's leaving us with those last like bits of wisdom and like yeah. what he himself as Min Yoongi has come to live his life yes. as, you know, like this is how he lives and that's what he's declaring. This is how here. he's been liberated. Right. You know, this Hell is yeah. Hang-um. yeah. Yeah, yes. D-Day. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he ended the, the concert with The Last, which, again, this is just the most perfect song he could have ended with. I would have never thought that this would be the last song he ended on, but it makes so much sense with the title being The Last. Mm-hmm. But also... He must have waited like seven years, right? Yeah. To perform this song. Yeah. Like whenever he first created this, the album, you know, it came out in 2016. Like he must have envisioned himself performing this as the final song in a concert mm-hmm. during an encore. Like this is my statement, you know, and he shares so much intimate details about his story and who he is uh-huh. in that song. You know, it really is that I'm, I'm Min Yoongi, I'm Augusti, I'm Suga here at the end. Yeah. And Boy, did he really make a statement here at the end of the the concert here. Like this is where the production was at its all-time high. He was he was standing in front of a mic stand on the ground in the center of the entire arena just spitting, mm. spitting the song and the the lights, all the spotlights are down on him, flashing, going crazy. Strobe, yeah. Our army bombs are going crazy. Like as he's like just rapping so intensely here at the end you hear all of army just like yeah yeah you know he's like literally rapping his heart out like so passionate yeah yeah so so much that like you can't help but to cheer for him yeah rap first because it's i mean it's truly like awesome it's truly unbelievable that someone is standing there live in front of you delivering that sort of like talent and skill like incredible incredible yeah yeah Oh my gosh, that last performance was phenomenal. Oh. The last, like the lighting, the everything, the delivery, the rap, fucking, all st- of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still reeling. I'm still reeling too. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. even to mention that during the ment earlier between D Day and Nevermind, he gave the whole band a moment. He gave all of the backup dancers their moment. I the loved band that. each played like their own little freestyle, like some bars of their own, and the band got their little rock star it moment. It was awesome. Yeah. The lead guitarist had a purple guitar. He was like pointing uh-huh. it out, and he was, of course, Army was cheering for him. I love the the keyboardist like pointed out towards the crowd and got a big reaction. 
and you mm-hmm. know it was so great for them and then he brought and Yoongi was just sitting on the ground watching them let, enjoying it yeah. let's literally talk about this humble man who t- he said let me introduce the band and he went and sat down just cross-legged yeah. on the ground in front of them yeah sitting on the floor them. at the mm-hmm. end of his concert them, like yeah. yeah it's not about him right now right yeah and he brought out his backup dancers too and they did the swag surf together which they might have his backup dancers must have taught him the swag mm-hmm. surf like in New York or something but it was so funny to see all of that like to see him do that with all of them yeah um like when worlds collide like cross-cultural dancing here Uh um it was very cool very very cool yeah Yeah. so i just love that he he was like headbanging during that he was headbanging he still at the end of the concert he needed to Yeah. yeah his yeah he was just so charming throughout too like he had super silly moments like he was really funny he was very sweet but also just i don't know all the interactions with army that he had was yeah so wonderful i agree he was very funny very himself Mm -hmm. and very loving and we felt seen and we also had an incredible fucking time yeah the whole time even when we were sobbing yeah it was like wow i can't believe we're here (laughs) oh just real quickly we have to say there is a part of the concert where during d day he like takes someone's phone in the audience to like film himself and I guess there's just like an ongoing joke we didn't know about it until recently that it has to be a Samsung phone right. <laughs> and so like there's just been there's like an army who disguised their phone as a Samsung phone and all of that so we I just had to share that because yeah. like that's a pretty memorable part of the concert for a lot of armies yeah but, yeah anyways fantastic concert yeah. incredible I wish I could go back I am I literally I was just right before it. we were recording we were like can we go back like yeah. is there you know can we, round two can yeah. we go again unfortunately we can't that was our our chance but yeah. it was we'll always remember it it was so blessed mm-hmm. so grateful that we got to see him we almost didn't yeah oh the fact we were in that arena at all was incredible Miracle. you know super right. grateful it was a phenomenal performance thank you Min Yoongi for your music thank and for you, going Min on tour Yoongi. we love you we love you Min Yoongi we you give us everything you. really <laughs> truthfully we love you why are you saving us all yeah. oh, I, he also had a part where he said something along the lines of like you're the reason yeah he said he he said fans I see signs all the time and fans tell me that my music saved them but I want to tell you that you saved me too yeah and for me to have been or this is the reason I'm here yeah that you guys are the reason I'm here too like for me to have been at that concert literally holding a sign that I made earlier that day saying you saved me thank you for your music I love you for him to say that at that particular concert meant so much to me like for him to say yeah you know you saved me too like being here having this purpose making this music for you you is what is getting me through so yeah eternally grateful to him so grateful he's grateful for us it's just just incredible yeah yeah Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed our review of this concert. Mm-hmm. Please let us know what you thought. Now we can finally catch up on your concert experiences too. So we're here. We're we, here. We, no more spoiler, <laughs> you know, issues. Like yes. we want to hear about what your concert experience was like too. So either let us see your Instas or like hop into the Iconic Hangout in a couple weeks here and we'll talk all about it. Of course. Yeah. We do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially the VIP Iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Holly, 
Meg, Rachel, and Robin. Thank you guys so, so much. We love you. Yes, thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please write us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen. It means so much. And yeah, make sure you... Thanks for that. Yeah, the links for all that in the description. That's that's it, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. BTS.